Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 89 of the podcast, and you are probably hearing this uh, the last week of November. That's my guess. Uh, I'm recording it a few weeks before that. And um, those of you who follow me in my other uh, realms uh, through my Slam Dunk Success site, uh, either my blog posts or my videos, my Slam Dunk Success YouTube uh, channel, um, those of you who follow me in those realms may remember that uh, in, was it early November, late October, I did a little video um, about a concept that I had, uh, called stoicism that I had just read a book, uh, or actually listened to an audiobook about. And, um, uh, I enjoyed the book. Uh, now I want to make sure as a preface, as a precursor to this, I'm not advocating stoicism. I'm not saying that this is what you guys should do. Uh, I'm not saying it's what I do. I just had known about Stoicism from way back in college uh, in a couple of different philosophy classes. I had heard about it. Through my years as an English teacher, I'd heard about it, but I never really studied it, never followed it. And yet the concept you know, throughout my life kept coming up in different places. Well, one place it came up, it has come up recently is when I would talk about these quotes, um, some of the different quotes that I do on our on a, on this show, and also in just in reading uh, the various books that I read or that I listen to, you know, things of, of a concept of stoic stoicism would come up, and so here along came um, I, I've told you many times that I think I've told you on this podcast about a, an app that I have called Chirp which is uh, discounted audiobooks. It's a free app that I, I use. And uh, here came a book for a buck 99 or 299 on a on a special called Stoicism. I thought, well, it was only a couple hours long. I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that, see what this thing's about. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some of the concepts uh, that I, I read about. And uh, a couple of the most famous Stoics out there are uh, Lucius Seneca, from the uh, right when BC and AD kind of <laughs> he went from BC to AD, and then after him Marcus Aurelius. Those are two of the most famous Stoics out there. Well, uh, I have a a document that I've kept in my computer for years that I add to every so often with great quotes that I've always liked, either that I've used or just new quotes that I like. And lo and behold, as I was um, as I prepare for these episodes. I find on one of the pages this quote from Seneca that I thought, gosh, I really like this a lot, and isn't it somewhat fitting that I just talked about Stoicism on my my uh, YouTube channel? 
you know, a few weeks ago now, as you're hearing this, probably a month ago, I thought I'm going to talk about this quote. And then right after this quote, I have three others that, while they are not about Stoicism at all, they will be nice follow-ups in, in some ways to this quote. And actually, this quote from Seneca is not about Stoicism, but it's a great quote for us as coaches and as leaders. And so what I'm going to do is today, I'm going to read this quote from Seneca. And then I believe what I'll do is next week, I'm going to talk about all three of the others um, that come from various time periods um, and talk about uh, a concept that I think will, will be a great follow-up to the quote today from Seneca. So there you go. There's about a four-minute uh, intro to what you're going to hear today. And this is the quote by Seneca. He says, Choose someone whose way of life, as well as words, and whose very face, as mirroring the character that lies behind it, have won your approval. Be always pointing him out to yourself, either as your guardian or as your model. There is a need, in my view, for someone as a standard against which our characters can measure themselves. Without a ruler to do it against, you won't make crooked straight. I like that concept so much because for pretty much most of my career, maybe all of my career, I have felt that we as coaches, we as teachers, we as leaders must make sure that we are models for those we lead. And we must make sure that we do all that we can to help those we lead um, better lead themselves by being great models for them, being role models, modeling the behavior that we want to see from them. But what I like about this quote is that it also talks about the concept that we should find someone like this for us. Well, at least I guess the quote was probably saying it for both groups. I'm just saying it makes me think that for us as coaches, for us as teachers, for us as leaders, we need to find people to, as he puts it, uh, for someone as a standard against which our characters can measure themselves. So find people to, uh, you know, against whom, yeah, I don't know if I like against whom, but um, right now that's the bet. Well, he says against it. So against whom you can measure yourself to see, am I living the right way? Am I living in a way that is showing great character? And, uh, and then I love this part, without a ruler to do it against, you won't make crooked straight. And I, I love that because, okay, we're all going to have our moments. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have to be a person who's quote unquote crooked to do this, but we're all going to have our moments where, gee, I don't know if I'm behaving in the proper way or what I'm thinking about doing, eh, this is probably not the right way to do this. And then you say, well, how would so-and-so handle himself or herself in this situation? You know, there are, uh, there's a, the, the question, what would you know, fill in the blank do. And I think that that's what this is really getting at, is that concept that we need to choose people in our lives as role models and as kind of guides for how we want to behave in life. And then we need to constantly hold them up in front of us to measure whether or not we are actually then living 
the way we say we want to live. And what a great concept for us to live by, you know, great, great idea there for us to live by, but also what a great idea for us to teach our kids and teach others in our lives to live by. Find the person who you believe most exemplifies what the best you could be and measure yourself against that person. Now let's look at what I just said, because the way I said it, it might sound kind of wrong, goofy, whatever. You still want to be you. You still need to be yourself. Don't try to be that person necessarily, but try to take the qualities, the characteristics, the behavioral traits that they have and measure yourself and the and your qualities, characteristics, and behavioral traits that you are living by. Measure them against that person to see, am I living up to that standard that I look up to and say, this is who I want to be? Now, you can go even further with it. Uh, in the, um, the one of the, the great lines that I've tried to tell coaches is, you know, sometimes in our lives as young people, we will, as we're growing up, we will look at somebody, you know, further down the road from us and say, I want to be him. I want to be her. When I was a little kid, well, not even a little kid, when I was in high school, then in, even in college, people said I had an identity crisis because I wanted to be Dr. J. You know, I had three heroes in my life from each of the realm of each of the realms of the arts, so to speak, that to me were most important. Now I'm calling sport here an art because of the way Dr. J handled himself. I felt it was artistic, you know, but he was a great basketball player, but it was how he handled himself with class, grace, dignity. So Dr. J was my ultimate hero, but I liked Clint Eastwood too as a, as a movie star. Um, very different, but in some ways very similar in terms of the quiet, the calm, you know, you know, yes, he may have been carrying that 44 Magnum, but uh, so there wasn't much quiet about that. But the way he handled himself, this calm, cool, collected. Uh, and then somebody who wasn't necessarily calm, cool, collected, he just became my, my music hero, and that was Bruce Springsteen. And I loved his music, and I loved a lot of the messages in his, in his music. And so these three became my heroes, and people said, gosh, you have an identity crisis because you keep wanting to be all of these people. Um, even when I was pre-Dr. J., Clyde, Walt Frazier uh, from the New York Knicks was one of my heroes, was my hero. And I wanted to dress like him and I thought he was the coolest. So, so there was this standard of, I wanted to be this person. As I got older and became a teacher and a coach, those people changed. Not those three people. They were still people that I really looked up to. And Dr. J has always been my, my biggest hero. And I love Springsteen, huge Springsteen fan. And I like Clint Eastwood's movies. I've dropped off on him a little bit through the years. But who started to really become my heroes were great coaches, coaches who demonstrated character or from what I could tell, tried to teach the character, tried to teach the leadership, tried to teach so much more than just the sport to their athletes. So they became the people who I wanted to become. I've heard it said um, that uh, a lot of John Wooden's players through the years felt that way about him. And I would imagine there are hundreds, thousands of coaches in this world, teachers in this world, who they wanted to be that person. Their players and their students wanted to be that person as they 
were growing up. I remember my seventh grade um, social studies teacher, Mr. Snyder. I, I wanted to be him. Now, part of that was he just looked cool, and he was cool, and we li I liked his style. My gosh, it was, what, 1972 or seven, whatever age I was in junior high, you know, and he wore the cool clothes, and he just looked cool, and I loved the way he talked. I liked the class, too. Uh, I wanted to be him, and, and, and so as young people, we are very impressionable, and so we find people who we want to be uh, or become like, and then as we grow older, we want to teach them, don't be that person. Be yourself, but take the qualities and characteristics from people all around and start to make those you. Uh, that's what I did as a coach. That's what I did as a teacher. I would see teachers and coaches who I knew, who I, in my life, I still, I still find myself when I'm coaching, using certain mannerisms, certain phrases that Frank Belmont, the very first head coach who I taught and uh, taught and coached under uh, at Carmel High School back in in Mundelein, Illinois, uh, I, I you know I, I started I used mannerisms and words that that Frank used because he became kind of my coaching mentor for my the first half of my coaching career. Um, since then, Bruce Brown of Proactive Coaching is one of my biggest coaching mentors. Even though I never coached with him, I became a speak. Well, I saw him speak, um, heard him speak, and then had him out to the school I was athletic director at and was like, this guy's saying all the things I've been saying and thinking through these years, doing it so much better than I. And so I gravitated toward anything that he did and eventually became one of the speakers in that organization. And I still find myself, you know, doing and saying certain things in certain ways, the way Bruce would say them or has written them. And so this happens to us. We take on characteristics of those who we look up to. Uh, I've been a Coach K fan. Now, some of you are like, oh boy, I'm not a Coach K fan. I'm okay. Sorry about that. Or you're not Duke fans, but that's the thing. You can, I think you can separate some of the, the two, uh, but I've always been a Coach K fan, the men's basketball coach at Duke. And so things that he said, I read his books and think the way he says things and puts things, I like that. And there's a variety of other coaches through the years that have been that way for me. And I'm sure you are that way too. And so when you look at this, this quote from Seneca, you know, uh, there's a need in my view for someone as a standard against which our characters can measure themselves without a ruler to do it uh, against. You won't make crooked straight. I just love that idea. And I think that that's really what he's getting at. That concept that find a mentor, find a leader, find people in your life who you can measure yourself against. Again, it doesn't mean you w want to become that person but you want to measure, am I behaving in a way that is consistent with my feelings about how this person or these people handle themselves? And I think that's a really good thing for us to do. And as I say, I think it's also a good thing for us to teach our kids to try to do, to find those people in their lives against whom to measure themselves. All right, I like that concept a lot. Now, next week, what I'm going to do, so normally I, when I have you know, uh, me and then uh, coaches that I interview, I alternate. But because of the following, the, these these next quotes, they they're gonna. You're, I, I'm not gonna go into any more detail. You'll just see. I think they're good follow ups to this. It's a different concept, and it's a concept I've written about before. Um, I don't think I've spoken about it here on the show, but maybe I have. Um, but anyway, 
I think it's a it's, it'll be a new concept for the the podcast. I know I've written about it, um, but anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a hit you with three different quotes next week that are all tied together uh, from three different people in three different eras that will be nice a nice follow up to uh, this week's quote. So come back for that next time on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast, and we will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd please do me a favor and leave a rating and a short review of the podcast, I would really appreciate it. Ratings and reviews help podcasts get in front of that many more listeners. And we want to get as many people exposed to the messages of inspiration and impact through the use of quotes that we cover on this podcast. Also, check us out on slamdunksuccess.com, where you'll find a lot more information to help you become the best you're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.